Welcome to the She Shines podcast with your hosts, brand photographer and serial entrepreneur, Anna Laura, and super proud career woman with a passion for entrepreneurship, Alex. Tune in for some connection, community, and girl talk. Plus, join their conversations with other entrepreneurs and professionals who've been there, built that, and are paying it forward. They'll take your burning questions and turn them into actionable steps with a glass of champagne in hand. Here we go. So before COVID-19 hit, we had several events planned in Austin and Philly, but unfortunately we had to cancel. We knew we still wanted to keep up with our wonderful community, but how? (laughs) So we decided to make a little pivot and I can't believe we waited so long to do this, Anna Laura, but (laughs) we decided to host an online webinar. Yes, that's right. Our very own live She Shines Masterclass, all about networking, pitching, and collaboration 101. So with this webinar, we knew we wanted to give our community a sneak peek into what the She Shines Academy is like and what a live strategy session looks like with our members. Mm-hmm. So from all of our past events and swag sponsors to venues, podcast guests, our guest lecturers, we have landed together over 50 successful collaborations, plus dozens more individually in the last year alone. Being on both the sending and receiving end of things, we have learned so much about what works and what doesn't when you're networking online, pitching yourself, and collaborating with other businesses and brands. Yes, and we are so excited to share all of our tips and resources with y'all. So what you're about to hear is actually directly from the live webinar. And, you know, being the nature of of things right now, we had a few mishaps um, due to the world being on the internet. But you know what, we were not going to let that stop us from sharing what we know to be the most valuable truth. So y'all know we love sharing some good, bad, and not so glamorous behind the scenes. Sometimes (laughs) blunders happen to the most prepared, but you know what? We wanted to continue to show up for you ladies, even despite some frozen frames, because we feel like when when you stay focused on the good, you know, instead of the little mistakes, it doesn't matter. So take it from two people who have had their fair share of mistakes and blunders. Always keep it moving and make it better for the next time. So let's get into some of our favorite parts from the night. So Alex, what was your favorite part? Oh my goodness. I had so many. I mean, first being the fact that I got to put on real clothes after three weeks of being in scrubs and leggings uh, and workout clothes for the the past, you know, quarantine life. Um, (laughs) But I was so excited to finally see our community members, both old and new. Mm -hmm. And I really loved getting to answer everyone's questions in real time and see the feedback. Because usually when we're doing Q&A, it's it's usually just the two of us and one other person, but to have like 20 plus other women commenting and be like, oh my goodness, this is helping me in my business, or can you tell me how this would work for this brand? And it was just so nice to really get a collective collective view on that. Uh, and it seemed like the women really, really enjoyed the feedback. And I just love seeing everyone come together and mm-hmm. and get together in the chat and talk to one another and introduce each other. So it was, it was just so much fun. I cannot wait to do it again. I, I know, I'm the same way. Like seeing all those comments come up like women cheering each other on who didn't even know each other I mean women (laughs) turning in from not only just Philly and Austin but we had like Ohio in the house I mean just literally everywhere showing up and really showing up for each other too which was super cool I agree and then like you said seeing all of our all of our current members getting to share some of their wins and takeaways introduce themselves Uh, and then literally while we're on the recording (laughs) having all these new members join the She Shines Academy. It was so exciting. We obviously could not contain our excitement. There was zero (laughs) chill. (laughs) No chill. No chill. On mine or Alex's behalf. But you know what? That's just how we are. It's, you know, like I said, we always keep it real. And uh, we're excited to share with y'all some networking, pitching, and collaborating 101. So grab your pen, grab your paper. Let's go ahead and dive on in. Hello, hello, and welcome to Networking, Pitching, and Collaborating 101. Yes. 
My name is Anna Laura. I am one of the co-founders of She Shines, as well as a full-time brand photographer at the Shine Studio. So I love me some champagne. That's actually probably the number one reason Alex and I connected, <laughs> as well as a good photo op, obviously, as well as my hubby's my hubby, just the one, and my fur babies. <laughs> I have two dogs. Um, so I live, like I said, in Austin. So obviously, like any Southern gal, I like saying y'all a little bit. My yeah. name is Alex. So nice to meet all of you guys. Uh, I am the other half of She Shines and co-founder. I am also a full-time speech language pathologist working in the home health field. And some of my favorites also includes champagne and bacon time together and a brunch, <laughs> which I am seriously missing. Um, and anything that sparkles or glitters is right up my alley. So together, Anna Laura and I founded She Shine. And if you are not familiar, we have created this platform for multi-passionate women to learn from, connect with, and really support one each other each other, excuse me, professionally and personally. And through our digital library of masterclasses, we have some of our She Shines Academy members on right now, which we're so excited to see you ladies. Um, we also do this through our live events, which are sadly on pause for now, but hopefully you've been able to come out and meet us in Philly or Austin. And most recently, our newly launched podcast, uh, the She Shines podcast, which is on Apple and Spotify. And obviously, ladies, we love to do all of this with a glass of champagne in hand so yes. we're so grateful for all of you joining us today and really getting a sneak peek at what she shines is all about and what the she shines academy is all about yes so alex and i together in the past year since creating she shines we've managed to have over 50 successful collaborations through our live events podcasts etc that alex just mentioned but we have many, many, many more <laughs> individually. So we wanted to take this time and really pay it forward and share with y'all our tips and information on networking, pitching, and collaborating to help you finally land that dream collab or client or partnership. So let's dive in. We'll be covering. Yes. So we'll be going over how to network online with confidence, how to nail that pitch <laughs> without getting ghosted because we've yes. been there and it's no fun. Um, how to collaborate with your sponsors and vendors from working with so many people. We've really figured out what works <laughs> and what doesn't and where the, the, the gaps in communication are. So we're going to give you guys some tools on how to really collaborate with other businesses and brands successfully and how to create a media kit that really shines and is going to help you stand out from everyone else out there. Yeah. And before we get in, we really want to say this is for more than just bloggers. Now we love our blogger babes out there, but we also recognize service-based product-based businesses, entrepreneurs, and creatives. So we want to just say, yes, media kits are useful in those fields too. Later on, uh, one of you is going to also receive a chance for feedback on your site or social media, just like we do every month in the She Shines Academy. So it's sort of like a live She Shines Academy strategy session. Let's get started. We're going to talk about, first off, networking online with confidence. Mm -hmm. So Alex and I met through Instagram. This was back in 2017. Alex actually slid into my DMs after doing a thorough Instagram stalk and decided, you know what? I want to be friends with this person. Reached out. I had just moved to the Philadelphia area back then. And she was like, hey girl, let's get coffee. Let's, let's connect. And we did. Coffee turned into champagne, which ultimately turned into she shines. <laughs> Long story, Long very story. short. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. So we we recognize the importance of positioning yourself in a position of complete confidence whenever you're reaching out to network with somebody. So we want to share a few tips to ease the awkwardness of reaching out online. Yeah, so we know it's so important to, to have that confidence when reaching out because it can definitely show through, even through a DM or an email. And we want to talk about like what actually <laughs> is confidence, right? And to us, confidence is really 
owning who you are and the decisions that you make professionally and personally without the fear of what other people are going to think. Because at the end of the day, when you really think about it, <laughs> their opinion literally has no, no outcome, uh, no effect, excuse me, on the outcome of your life. So forget what your mom's thinking, what your coworkers thinking, what your husband is thinking, what your roommate is thinking, right? To really go into this situation and present yourself to another business or brand, you have to be the one to believe it. So how can you network with confidence online? Anna Laura's gonna tell us how. <laughs> well, so one way to do this is really just tell people your name, all right? <laughs> go ahead, stick it in your IG bio, let people know that there is in fact a human behind the brand. Yeah, we can't tell you how many times we get a message and it, it just says, hey girl, like reaching out and there's literally no name. And we're going on like a deep, a deep search for this person's first name and you want people to know who you are. Mm -hmm. um, second off, start by telling people offline what you mm -hmm. do we know that it's gonna really, really improve your confidence. And when you're reaching out to someone, um, it's just as easy as telling them, right? That, oh, hey Chelsea girl, go ahead and mute yourself. <laughs> okay, so in having confidence when we're networking online, right? We wanna start by telling people offline what it is that we actually do. And that's as easy as telling your best friend, like, hey girl, I think I'm finally gonna start this Etsy shop. What do you think? Or it's as easy as practicing your pitch at your next virtual happy hour with your girlfriends and telling them you've been working from home and you finally have the time to work on that blog or that business. And it really doesn't have to be anything huge, guys. The confidence starts with just telling people every day in your life what's going on, what you're into, and what you're feeling like doing. Yeah. So again, before this is all like the groundwork before yeah. you ever even type up a message or an email to send to someone, you're really doing the mindset work here and positioning yourself in confidence. Mm -hmm. So before you reach out, um, we recommend a few tips here to reach out with confidence. The first that we strongly recommend is to determine what your main objective is. Yeah. Right. So are you reaching out for a simple coffee day like Alex did way back in the day because you totally love her style and you want to be best friends? Uh, or are you reaching out to a potential customer who you know would love your product or service? Um, or maybe you found the perfect brand that you want to work with. So really important to have that objective in mind before you even hit send. That way you're not only valuing your time, but you're valuing the person's time that you're reaching out to. Yes. Excellent tip. And the second thing in networking online with confidence is to actually do your research. Um, you guys know we love a thorough IG scroll and IG stock because that is how I found Anna Laura. But you want to make sure you're actually doing your research before you reach out, right? Does this girl work from home? Does she work in the office? What's she into? Does she live in the city, the suburbs? You can learn so much. And you want to engage and actually leave meaningful content you know, comments, excuse me, not just like, hey girl, oh my God, crushing it, which we've all been there and we love those comments and we love being each other's hype women, right? But sometimes we want to leave something a little bit more meaningful, showing people that you actually read what they posted and that you took the time to value what they're putting out there. The last thing you want to do, <laughs> and we both have received it, is get an invite to an event in a city that you don't even live in <laughs> or ask to be a representative or ambassador for a brand that has nothing to do with your missions or your values. Like just the other day, I got an email to represent a motherhood line and I have no kids. So <laughs> just by doing your research and really doing that deep IG scroll, excuse me, you're really setting yourself up with a great foundation. Yes. And again, it's valuing your time because you're not having to waste your time, whether you're the business or the person receiving the message that, um, you know, like Alex, <laughs> that would have saved them so much time had they not sent you that message and maybe just realized that you actually only have a fur baby right now. <laughs> so another tip, and now you're actually getting ready to send the message. We're crafting our message here. Mm -hmm. So the first thing that you're going to want to do this is why we ask you to determine what your main objective is uh, before you reach out is to start with why. Let, let this person know why you want to grab coffee with them. Um, is it to connect with a 
with a new friend, or maybe it's you want her invite or her insight on something. So if if it's the latter, if you are reaching out for some advice or information, we really recommend offering something in exchange for her time and, and expertise. So rather than just asking, you give an offer, like an exchange of maybe a service, or even just to pay for coffee or pay for an appetizer, or even paying for her expertise like hey girl i value your time so much here is like cash money i really need to pick your brain please um so show her that or we say her uh, but show her that you value her time yes i love that tip and if like if buying something is not an issue is an issue excuse me like anna laura said there's so many other ways that you can show that you value someone's time by offering them a service in exchange um, and if your goal is to meet up in real life, it's so important to be intentional by suggesting a place and a time. I know we're all like, hey girl, let's hang out. Oh my God, let's connect soon, right? And that is more prone to getting lost in the DMs rather than saying, hey girlfriend, I love that margarita pic that you posted at Elvez last week. I'm new to Philly. I'm looking for new places to go out to happy hour. Do you want to go to Jose Pistola's next Wednesday at 8 p.m.? You know, now I have a time, I have a date, I know where you want to go. And it's as easy as suggesting another place or another time or date rather than going back and forth. Let's connect. When? I'm busy. Are you busy? Where should we go? Right? We want to avoid all of that. We want to get to the point and we want to connect with other women or whatever your target market is, but for she shine's sake, with other women. Yes. Okay. So now that we have that, we're going to move on to phase two. So you, you've learned how to network. Now it is time to nail the pitch. All right. So we're going to be talking about being transparent. We're going to show you all some pitches to avoid as well as pitches to applaud. And then we're going to talk all about how to, excuse me, how to follow up as well as what to include in the initial and follow-up pitch. We chatted a little bit about networking with confidence. Now we're going to talk about something equally as important when it comes to your pitch you want to be transparent. Mm -hmm. So maybe let's pretend for a sec you're in a network marketing company and you're in, or maybe you're inviting someone to your event or asking someone to try out your new service. There are some things that you can say that are likely to result in a ghosted DM. So that is what we do not want. We do not want to be ignored when we send a message, right? That is never the goal, I hope. So let's start with the network marketing company because actually Alex and I, we come from network marketing backgrounds and how we both got our start. And, you know, we have seen our fair share of bad messages and bad emails, bad pitches. So we want to help y'all out with that. <laughs> <laughs> so like Annalore said, we both got our start uh, in network marketing and actually in two different companies. Um, so we understand how tempting it is when you spot like a profile on Instagram, you're like, oh my gosh, that girl will be perfect for my downline, need her right now. And it's like, hold up girlfriend, <laughs> hold up. We love our network marketing and social selling queens out there. And we want you guys to not only make that money, but we want you to create a strong and credible brand, which is just as important, right? So we urge you to be super transparent about what you're asking the person whose DMs you're sliding into. Because we receive tons of DMs, like Anna Laura said, all the time of girls trying to get us to join their teams or become a customer. But the thing is, they don't come out and say it. <laughs> and all it takes is a quick look to someone's Instagram profile, right? To figure it out what it is that they're actually selling. So just own it. Like you should be proud that you're whatever company it is that you're representing, you should be so proud of what you're doing. This is true whether you are a vendor, a business, a brand, or a blogger looking to collaborate, you name it. You want to own what it is that you do, and you don't want to try and, like, skirt around the back door and, and like, leave the people guessing because no, one, no one's got time for it. <laughs> so now we're going to get into a few examples. So we're going to show you all some pitches to avoid as well as a few pitches to applaud. So let's begin. We'll go over what went wrong as well as a few improvements that can be made. And these are things we've actually received in our DMs, so. Yes, these are actual legitimate screenshots. Here we go. So I'll read the message and ask you, Alex, the, the questions. So first one, hey, it's blank with blank. I have a couple of things to run by you. Let's connect. Mm. All right, Alex, what went wrong? 
Okay. So first of all, um, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> there's, there's literally no, there's no customization to this. There's no name, there's no details, and it's just extremely vague. Yes. So what, what improvements could be made? So tell me who you are. <laughs> tell me what you're reaching out for, what business or brand, what you're representing, and tell me why. Because this is, this is not, this is not giving me anything here. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So next up. Hey, girlfriend, I know this is super random. You've probably been asked this before, but I was curious if you'd like to be a product tester for me. I was looking at your profile. I think you're so pretty, but I just had to ask to see if you'd be interested. You'd get my personal discount for doing so. Can I give you more info? All right. So, yeah, sorry, go ahead. I'm jumping the gun here. <laughs> well, go ahead. What, what went wrong in this DM here? Yeah, so it's it's super sweet, first of all. It's very complimentary, but at the same time, there's still zero customization. Like she she didn't use like didn't use my name or her name, like introduce herself at all. Like so it is very random. Um so what product? Like on on her like she doesn't give me the product here. She just wants me to be a product tester. On her profile, I see that she's with a network marketing company. So, you know, tell me exactly what you're doing. Um, and then regarding, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I'm talking over you. I was going to say, what other improvements do you think that could have been made to this one? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the personal discount, um, is that actually, okay, I, I want to address this right quick. Don't call it a personal discount if it's not actually a personal affiliate code or discount. If it's wholesale pricing, say that. Like, it means virtually the same thing. But just be, again, this goes back to being very transparent with what you're asking. All right, so next one. Hi, Alex. So nice to meet you here. We're looking to expand our business and team and would love to connect with you. I know we don't know each other, but if you're open to taking a look at what we do, I'm happy to share it with you. If it's a bit, great. If not, no worries. Still nice to meet you here either way. So what went wrong? So again, super, super sweet message. Very nice. But again, I just don't have any idea what she's talking about here. It's very, very vague. <laughs> yeah. So what, what improvements could be made? Yeah. So I, I don't know what business you're talking about. I don't know what team you're talking about by connecting. What do you mean? Do you mean a phone call an email? Do you want to meet up? Um, and one thing that I would say is I would not lead with a business opportunity to someone like imagine like you walk into anthropology and they're like, Hey girl, do you want to be the manager of this store? Like, it's just, it's a lot <laughs> at once. And it's so important to build a relationship with someone before you offer them a business opportunity. The one thing too, I would say with this one is really in leading with confidence. Don't, don't start with something that you're, you're not right. Like I know we don't know each other. Like I know that <laughs> half the people online don't know each other. Right. So you don't want to lead with something with something negative or something that you're not Lead with confidence, start with who you are and what you do. Yeah, I totally agree. You could have taken out the whole, I know we don't know each other and just said, if you're open to taking a look, like that's, I totally agree. All right, next one. So hello, again, I know you don't know me, <laughs> but I am looking for bloggers to come out to my website launch party December 5th from seven to 10. If you can please come by. So lead with confidence. This is what we're talking about. This is exactly what we're talking about. It. Um, this particular message, and please, if you are on this, um, this call, we apologize, but this message borderlines on a little creepy just because there's no site, there's no blog name, there's no contact info, literally there's nothing. So we'll get into this later, but when you're reaching out, don't make the person you're reaching out to do all the legwork. Make it really simple and clear for them. So also for this one as the sender, think of how you're adding value to their life. This one, they just want you to come out because they want to tap into your audience and they want you to share for them. Like, but again, it goes back to offering something. Mm -hmm. What are you asking, but also what are you able to offer them? What value are they adding? So it's not just what they can do for you, but what you are able to do for them. So let's move on now to pitches to applaud. Yay. All right. So 
Here's one that we recently received. Hi, my name is Alex. I'm head of customer outreach at blah, blah, blah. We are a membership-based on-demand healthcare coverage company operating in the greater Philadelphia area, and we're always on the lookout for micro-influencers that we believe share the same values our company upholds. We really enjoy your feed and believe you'd be a great fit. I wanted to reach out, see whether you'd be interested in potentially working with us. Are you available for a brief call sometime this week to discuss? Please check out the website for any questions you might have about the service. And then they link the website. Yes. So obviously this one went to Alex, being that she is in the Philadelphia area and works in healthcare. They did their research on that, right? So what went well? They researched Alex and they made sure that she was a good going to be a good fit for them prior to reaching out. Um, and they also included why they feel they're a good fit um, and what they're looking for. They included their contact info, their company and site info there at the bottom that's whited out. Um, maybe they could have asked for an email, um, especially rather than a call like they did in that second second paragraph. And in the email, maybe they could have included more of like elaborated on what those values are that they're looking for, that their company holds. So overall, though, really awesome, awesome pitch. So applause, applause, applause. We need to cue the Lady Gaga song. <laughs> All right, next up. So this last one, we won't read the whole thing, but we will just point out a few things in this. So if you can see my mouse pointer here, first of all, it's very customized. She literally hit on what we do, why she admires it. Um, and then she introduced herself, where she is, what she does, I, even more in depth on what she does. And then she also attached her list of services and portfolio. And then she suggested, like her, she included her contact info and just made it very simple. And the, the portfolio she sent, the rate sheets rate sheet she sent, um, it was all very clean, organized, which we'll get to later down the road. But Honestly, for this one, I actually emailed her back and told her that was a really great pitch. I get a lot of emails and pitches uh, all the time, and this was definitely one of the best ones. I would love to chat with you more. And she actually ended up getting the job. So, like, this just proves what, and this was a completely cold pitch, a pitch email. So, we did not know each other prior to her sending this out. Um, but literally, just based off of this, I was like, you know what? It's very professional. It respects my time and hers. Let's, you know, at least hop on the phone and see if we're a good fit. So, great pitch there, so I feel. Before you change the slide, I will. Yeah. I like on the bottom that she added, like, if it's not for you, if you could pass this info along. Like, asking for a referral to is a really a really nice way of saying, eh, it's not for you for now. Like, send my info along to someone else. Yeah, no, so true. I'm glad you hit on that. All right, so we'll be talking about what to include in your pitch. Yeah, so we're going to talk about just the little things when you're sending those emails and those DMs, like what exactly should go in there. Um, and let's start up with the, the DMs first, since we just finished with those. We re recommend that you guys keep your DMs short and sweet. Like we said, use the first name, tell them what it is that you do, tell them why you're reaching out and what it is that you're looking for. Uh, we also suggest using video or audio to really stand out. Uh, it's just a nice personal touch where you can send someone your actual voice or like a, a short 30 second video of you saying, hey girl, you know, and, and giving them the pitch that way. And then after they respond, we recommend moving the conversation to email. Um, the last thing you want to do is get lost in the shuffle of the DMs and not everyone checks their DMs frequently. Um, so always offering to move the conversation to, to another space and offer to send that email with additional details if they are interested in learning more. A few do's and don'ts. So what we definitely recommend to highlight just a few of these include a a killer subject line. You're going to want to bring the value, uh, highlight your community, the kind of exposure you can give, the skills or qualities that will make this a successful collaboration, um, as well as how can you benefit them. So not just how they can benefit you, but how you can bring the value to them. And you'll want to include your mission. So share your mission statement if, if you have one. If not, hey, let's chat um, in your initial contact. That way they know exactly what you're about. And you're also going to want to keep it, that mission short and sweet. <laughs> yes, and going along with the mission statement, uh, when you are uh, writing up this email, 
are your missions actually aligned with this brand, right? Do you serve a similar community? Can you maybe reach a unique, a unique group, excuse me, combining your brands together? So you definitely want to make sure you touch on that in the email. Um, also get to the point ASAP. <laughs> we want to try to avoid writing a huge novel and give those essential details only and possibly in a bulleted form. Uh, it makes things really easy to read, especially if you're looking for something and you're looking for multiple items. You can say, you know, we're really looking for bullet, a space to hold the event, swag to give away, you know, so if you're asking for a lot of things or you have a lot of important details, definitely bullet those. Um, we also recommend bolding the most important information like the dates and what it is that you actually need or looking for. Now, if you go to the end of your email and the whole thing is bolded, girlfriend, go back, read it again, because maybe not everything is that important, but you really want to make sure you bold that really, really essential information. Like think if you were reading this and you were just going to scroll and skim through that email super quick, like on your lunch break at work and you didn't have a lot of time to read it, if they were going to skim it, right, what are the things that you would bullet to highlight for them? to read um, and then also come prepared right you're reaching out to this collab don't leave them guessing we talked about this before explain all the details of the collaboration you have in mind so you don't want to reach out and just say I would like to speak with you about ideas that I have about a potential collaboration <laughs> like you're reaching out to them <laughs> you have the idea right don't leave it up to them to tell you what it is that you want because a they may not respond at all or B they may respond with something you totally don't even want to do so put the ball in your court and come prepared. Yes, I, I love that. Definitely come prepared, um, which leads us to our next point, which is um, really to, we recommend customizing the pitch to suit each person or each brand, each potential client you're reaching out to. Um, so maybe you just moved to the area, you're a hairstylist or a makeup artist, and you're wanting to, you know, work with a photographer to get referrals. When you're reaching out to these photographers in the new area, let them know why you admire their work. Like be really customizable um, so that you can suit your pitch to each individual brand, person, et cetera, like we said. So before, now your, your email is typed, it looks beautiful, you got the bold and all this stuff going on before you hit send. Now, this is important, right? Pay attention to detail. We want spell check. We want to double check those names. We want to verify the social media links and handles and the, you hyperlinked the right info. Um, you want to make sure those dates and locations are correct. And we speak from experience because <laughs> Lord knows we have sent more than one, more than one email with the wrong name and the subject or with the wrong name and the body. Like, you know, you just double check <laughs> those things. So now again, you're ready to hit send, but it's important that you also know when to hit send. So there's, there's really not a precise time. Like I'm not going to say 936 on Tuesday morning is the best time for you to send all your pitches out, but it has been shown that the, what will increase your chance of getting a response is really between Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday, uh, between 10 a.m. and 3 p.m. So you avoid the Monday inbox overwhelm and you avoid the Friday, hey, I'm basically off work now mindset of people. So those are likely when you'll get a better response because people are either cleaning out their inbox when they show up to work those days, or they're just coming back from lunch and getting caught up on emails too, uh, to see what they've missed. So next up, the fortune is in the follow-up. Now what happens when you don't get a response? <laughs> no worries, girlfriend. We have all been there. Things get buried in the DMs. Um, so we recommend send a follow-up after one week. And if you're still hearing crickets, um, I would say that this just isn't the time for that person. So remember when you're interacting with people via DMs, this is like when you first got an iPhone and you didn't turn off the red message function <laughs> and you didn't know, right? When you read your DMs, it says red. So you know that the person actually read your DM. So there's no sense in sending them like four follow-ups that all say seen, 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 right? So on to the next. Don't take it personally. They may just not have the time or energy right now. And then um, in terms of when to send your follow-up, uh, for email, we really recommend a, a one-week follow-up. So rather than sending the email and then like a day, 24 hours later, you're, hey, 
like, hey, 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 people don't love that. <laughs> like, think of what, what makes you want to open an email. Typically, we recommend waiting at least a week to send that first follow-up. Over here at SheShines, we follow a max two email follow-up, um, and then we move on. So if, if you're not getting any response for a brand, you know, or if you're a blogger, you're not getting responses from a brand right now, that's okay. Maybe you just wait a little bit and, you know, even six months down the road, the response could be different because maybe you're approaching it with a different way. Maybe you've grown, whatever it is. So we, like I said, we have a two, uh, a two email follow-up rule and then we move them into our no response section on our contact list. That way we just keep everything organized. Yeah. I like that you said that too. Like if it is someone you're dying to work with and like they're just not responding, like Anna Laura said, I would, I would definitely wait like till the next season or maybe like I said, you know, six months, um, uh, let some time pass <laughs> before you follow up again. Cause I know a lot of brands, you know, like to know it, uh, rent the runway. Like I know their ambassadorship programs for off the top of my head, sometimes take a while, even for us getting approved on Jiffy <laughs> takes a while. So you don't want to, if it's something you're really, really loving, um, definitely let it breathe a little bit and then come back to it in a few months. Now we want to talk about a little bit about handling rejection. Yeah. So if, if you do like actually get a no, like we, we don't want to work with you or we don't have the time or it's not a good fit, consider it a blessing. Move on to the next. It frees up your time to find something that actually is in alignment with where you are right now with your time and energy, something that fits yourself a little bit better and you can make the necessary adjustments. Maybe you realize like something in your pitch was off or something in your media kit was out of date. You know, take this time to reflect, make some adjustments and move on. We have landed a successful collaboration. Congratulations. You're, you networked, you sent that pitch, you got the yes and you're ready to rock and roll. So congratulations, first of all. <laughs> um, so when you're working with sponsors or vendors or, um, whatever it is, maybe you've partnered up with another blogger or something. Um, we've learned a few things to make sure that everybody is on the same page <laughs> so that the partnership is successful for every party involved. So we're going to be talking about setting expectations, promotion and marketing, communication, all the things to make a successful partnership work. And I feel like a lot of these could be applied to just everyday relationships. Absolutely. So we're going to dive into some life lessons here. You might take this one to work tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Alex, what is our first lesson here? Yeah. Well, first off, we want to set expectations. So we want to think about deadlines. We want to think about cross-promotion, we want to think about marketing, and we want to think about the way coupons or affiliate links might be used. So set those expectations up front when reaching out. Uh, and then in terms of promotion and marketing, consider creating a sponsor kit uh, that you send to the business or brand that you're working with. And this can include either a simple form that tells them what information to send. A Google form is really nice and is something that we use frequently. Um, but this sponsor kit can include a place for them to include their headshot, their logo, their mission statement, or their about me, and all their necessary social links. Um, you can also consider sharing pre-made graphics or photos that you already have with captions ready to go that you can send to this new collab um, or sponsor. That way it just makes the cross-promotion and marketing very easy. Um, if they're not super crafty with coming up with photos or graphics on their own, you can just send everything right to them. For communication, you're going to want to send reminders for deadlines. Mm -hmm. So maybe you're hosting an event and you're, you've reached out to all these people and they're giving you such incredible swag. You're so excited. And then you realize like, oh, well, I never told them a deadline. So you, what you don't want to happen is day of the event, you're running around like, oh no, where are where's my swag? I'm missing like three or four swag pieces. And you know, this is maybe a real story. <laughs> Something that we have definitely. <laughs> What's that? I said, this sounds very much familiar. I know, right? I know. So we've learned a thing or two since our first event. So we definitely recommend communicating, sending email reminders for important deadlines. So product or swag, um, 
is if that's needed, you're, it's not going to slip through the cracks. Also, for your, your event attendees, driving directions to your venue, the, the guidelines for your vendors to set up tables, like there's any pertinent information, we definitely recommend you know, sharing as, as much as you can. Uh, just really make it simple for people, really clear and simple like we've been talking about. Next up, we're going to chat about how to create a media kit that shines. So, okay, listen, up. our first media kit was probably like three pages long. <laughs> that is, that is no joke. So after realizing that we were probably losing some people's interest because no one really wants to open up a novel and read about every successful partnership that you've ever had in your whole life. So we decided <laughs> to condense into the most important important information into one single page. Yes. Now everyone's brand and business is different and maybe you absolutely need two pages. Like we are not here to judge you girlfriend. That is fine. Uh, but tonight we are going to share a few recommendations to make your media kit, which is basically your resume online, right? How to make that media kit really stand out. Uh, so one thing, like we said, this is the theme. This is what we should have named tonight's webinars. Keep it simple. Um, so why did we condense our two to three page media kit into one page? We felt that it really just displays all the essential information in a really nice visually appealing way that's super easy to read and it's informative. And remember the body of the email is where you can really keep all the further explanation and details. So you don't have to cram everything into the media kit and you don't have to write everything in the body of the email. So definitely use the two together. Yes, absolutely. So now we're going to go over a few things to include in your media kit um, and also our media kit checklist. So again, this applies to way more than just bloggers. This is great a great pitch kit for service, product-based business, vendors, whatever it is that you are or want to pursue. So we're sending you the recording, okay, of this webinar, um, as well as the slides, so you can go back and write all of this down. So the first thing, what to include. All right, so if you are a blogger, again, do recommend listing your past sponsor sponsorships and collaborations in a super easy to read format, like a bulleted list, or maybe um, you include some logos of your past collaborations. Um, we also recommend sharing your social media statistics, such as your follower count or your email subscribers in your on your most used platforms. So you want to also include maybe click-through rates of affiliate links. Um, those are just a few things we recommend for, for some bloggers or brand or vendors. Yeah, and obviously, please include your contact information. <laughs> please, please, please. Phone number, email address, first name, last name. We want to know who you are. Be sure to include your website, your handles. And like we said, guys, keep it simple and make it really easy for this potential or future collaborate to, collaboration excuse me, to easily find you. Yes. We also recommend maybe customizing your media kit with specific photos. Mm -hmm. So yeah. especially if you are like a product-based business, you want to include a photo of your product. So people aren't wondering, well, what does it look like? Mm -hmm. So you can also include a photo of yourself because again, people do want to know the person behind the brand or the blog that's reaching out to them. Um, consider adding maybe a group of photos to show off some of the amazing content or products that you have or past work. If you're like a V or a photographer um, so you're showcasing all the amazing value that you add to their life just in a little snapshot so we're gonna take a look at a few examples so the first up sorry we had to shameless plug um, here is ours as you can see again uh, we have the picture of us we have uh, our, we chose to incorporate our uh, mission and our social media metrics, as well as our contact info, a little story about us and, and our values, and then a few past, uh, past collaborations. Um, and we actually customized this exact media kit depending on which city or which industry um, that we're reaching out to. Mm -hmm. All right, so the next one. Yes, Miss Community Divine over here. This is completely made up, guys. <laughs> 
not a real business. Um, but here we have a really good template that would work for a service or product-based business. And here we have a wellness coach and the name of her business is Community Divine. Um, so there's a really nice, simple way to put her profile or a little bit of about me, the services that are offered, any partners, and then a really nice, easy place to leave testimonials or review. And on the bottom there is a spot for media reach or social media analytics. And like Annalora said before, if you are a product-based business, we definitely, definitely recommend in putting a photo to a photo or two, excuse me, of your actual product. We actually have an amazing course in the She Shines Academy all about creating media kits and, and pitching yourself, um, which we cover some of this information and more. So before we get into tonight's strategy session, we did want to share with you all a little bit more about the Academy because we did have a few people asking questions about it. So we want to make sure we get that information to y'all. Yes. And we're so excited. Let's say shout out to all our Academy girls who hopped on yes. so much ladies and they know in the Academy, um, depending on your level of membership, like we will literally go over your email template, your pitch review, your media kit and send you back the edits and, and really help you to, to land those um, collapse. So if you did not know, now you know, <laughs> uh, it's our online hub of masterclasses and it's taught by experts and then also comes with a private community to not only connect but educate and equip multi-passionate women just like you right women who are working a full-time job and doing a business on the side or women who are having multiple jobs uh, at the same time full-time entrepreneurs who have a social life that they need to take care of as well right we know what it's like to be a multi-passionate woman and we want to equip you ladies with strat with the strategy the action plan and the resources to actually turn all the million ideas that we all have floating around in our head into the, a real life business or passion project that you dreamt of creating and if you know too if you're in the academy you ladies always come to us like oh my goodness i have so many ideas and it is our job to pull it out of that brain and put it on paper into something that will turn into a real life business or passion project. Yes. So in the Academy, we also have three different levels of membership. So no matter your learning style, if you're like a two-on-one kind of gal, or maybe you just want to come to events, we have something across the entire range from events only, group masterminds, to individual monthly strategy sessions for our one of three members. So if you're in the Academy, I'm just going to do this really quick. If you're in the Academy, pop in the chat and, and let us know, like, Say, hey, what's up? Tell us your favorite part about the Academy. That would be awesome. Um, and we also want to share what can you expect in the Academy? Well, you can expect to build a business fit for the queen that you are. So like Alex was saying, actionable tips and resources, um, a built-in support squad from our other community members, as well as Alex and myself. And you really get to learn with experts. Now, Obviously, Alex and I do not claim to be experts in everything and anything. Like, we, we don't. We accept that. We're fine with it. Um, but what we have done is partner with true experts in their industry to teach y'all things like legal basics for business owners, laying a strong foundation or find excuse me, laying a strong financial foundation, using Pinterest to diversify your platforms and drive more traffic to your site. Um, all these courses are in the academy and they're taught by an actual certified financial planner, an actual lawyer, an actual person who has over a million views on Pinterest. So many more. Those are just a few examples. But our mission is really to, like Alex was saying, equip you with the right information. And the best way to do that is to learn from an expert. Let's see what's going on in the chat, Alex. Can you pull that up? I most certainly I feel like it's going crazy over there. <laughs> Anna, the support encouragement I get when I'm learning, dealing with new things while developing developing my blog. Yes, Jenna has been with us since last year. Yeah. Amber, I love the girl power, connections with like-minded women and support. Yes, so Amber is a licensed therapist who is learning to bring her passions to the online space. Miss Jenna is a full-time 
girlfriend working that full-time job also in school and growing a blog on the side we have miss victoria who is a student a social media manager and she is a 102 member her huge perk that she's loving is the accountability having to talk the ideas makes them more real and keeps her going <laughs> girlfriend yes we totally understand that um because we know we know the struggle of having a million ideas in your head um, Alisa, yes, our 103, one of our VIP members. Hey, girl, hey, I'm in the academy. I love that Anna, Laura, and Alex are always available and willing to help. They walk me through my media kit with several revisions until we all felt it was perfect. Yes, and Alisa, girlfriend, you have sent a ton of pitches the past month, which we love to hear. Sernali is also a 103 member, full-time mom, full-time engineer, and a personal trainer. Hey, girl. Her favorite part is the realness, the one-on-one -on -one sessions, and the detailed follow up yay thank you ladies so so much as you can see we really have a wide range of multi-passionate women women who are working full-time jobs and pursuing their passion projects and businesses outside of work and then women who are trying to make the transition into full-time entrepreneurship and then women who are full-time entrepreneurs so we are just really so so grateful to have all of you guys with us and hopefully some of you ladies who are joining us today um get to meet you a little bit later on in the academy as well ladies we hope you loved listening to our webinar on networking pitching and collaboration 101 and you were able to find some key takeaways for your business or brand yeah so we wanted to share a couple of key takeaways for you as well the first is do your research. A little IG scroll goes a long way to figure out the name, location, and mission of who you're reaching out to or the company that you're reaching out to. Yes. And next up, you know, we said this so many times during the webinar, but keep it simple. Do not overload your pitch in the DMs or email with too much text or information. If you are reaching out to collaborate with someone on Instagram, offer to take that conversation to email. And if you're already sending out an email pitch to someone before you hit send, girlfriend, trim that novel down to only key information and don't forget to attach your media yes. kit. Yes. The last tip we wanted to share is show off girlfriend in your media kit be sure you highlight your top social media stats your mission your values and what brand partnership could look like through high quality photos Ladies, our next webinar is all about increasing your brand exposure by diversifying your social media platforms. You do not want to mm. miss it. So head on over to the show notes, hop on the wait list for that next webinar. We cannot wait to yes, see you. Yes, we can't wait. Thank you so much for supporting She Shines. We would so appreciate it if you took time out of your super busy schedule to drop a five-star review for this episode and tune in every single week until next time, girlfriend, keep shining. Thank you so much for joining us on the She Shines podcast. Before you go, be sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on the next episode. Plus, we would love to hear what you enjoyed most. So share a takeaway and be sure to tag us at SheXShines. And lastly, please take a sec to leave a thoughtful review or pass this episode on to someone you feel could use it. Until next time, keep shining. Cheers, girlfriend.